Fresh off back-to-back shutout wins at home. New York takes their show on the road this week against the Union in Philadelphia. On this episode of Red Bull Weekly, Connor Layton and I are joined by Red Bull midfielder Frankie Amaya. This is Matt Harmon from the New York Red Bull Radio Network. Thanks for joining us. It's our weekly podcast series, Red Bull Weekly. shutout wins at home Chicago a couple weeks ago Toronto a week ago and now we get set for a big one with Philadelphia he's Connor Lane I'm Matt Harmon we are your crew on New York Red Bulls weekly our weekly podcast series excited to have one of the new young stars on this Red Bull team Frankie Amaya uh, coming up in just a little bit but as we always like to do when we've got a guest on Connor and I spend a couple of minutes just catching up um Connor, you know, last week before we had Aaron on, we talked about how important it was to get the win against Chicago. I would say similar this week, right? I mean, okay, you have one good performance. The trick is, can you replicate, duplicate the result again? And ironically enough, another 2 nothing shutout win. Yeah, really couldn't have drawn it up any better. Um, you know, I, I think it was just they needed that win against Chicago to kind of kickstart things. And you could tell the first two games, it wasn't, they weren't quite themselves. They're still figuring each other out. And like we talked about, there's a lot that went into preseason that, you know, you're behind the eight ball a little bit, but you know, I don't think for a young team, you couldn't have had two better performances. You know, we talk about going 11 for 11. I think it was, you know, they, each guy that stepped on the field played a part um, to keep two shutouts against, you know, two teams that could hurt you going forward. I think it was very impressive. And obviously the goals that are being scored are, you know, incredible right now. And, uh, you know, the, some big performances, you see a guy like Fabio step up and, you know, four assists through two games, uh, you know, just wreaking havoc up the field. You know, I think he's going to start grabbing a couple goals his way too. But, you know, I think I'm, I'm very impressed. Um, you know, this midfield has looked young, hungry, the back has been solid. I think, you know, a lot of great performances around the field, a lot of positives to build off of, but the important part for them now is not going to be too high. They didn't get too low. They stayed hungry. They stayed committed and really level-headed. But now it's, you know, when things are going well, now it's going to be the true test to see, can you keep that going? Can you build that consistency? You know, Connor, not only can you keep it going, uh, but can you keep it going the way that New York has has done it? You know, you mentioned Fabio the four assists, two last week against Chicago, two this past week against Toronto. Um, You know, obviously that's not going to happen. You're not going to have two assists each and every week. But Steve and I talked about him a lot during the course of of this past week's broadcast against Toronto. No, he has not scored a goal, but he's been involved with a lot of them. And at least right now in the system that Gerhard Struber is doing, to have that one target forward, that one big, strong number nine up top that's wreaking havoc, at this point, I, I mean, who cares who's scoring the goals, right? It's massively important, you know, especially in this system. You know, when you're doing so much work off the ball, you you know, you need that presence up top that's going to hold hold up the ball, who's going to really fight up there. And, you know, he checks all those boxes. He He's working hard off the ball when he receives it, and, you know, 
bringing people in, bringing the midfielders in, and obviously filling up the stat sheet. So, you know, not much more that you could ask for. I'm sure for him, he's going to want some goals sooner rather than later. But, you know, the performances he's put in is very, very impressive. And even in the losses, you know, I thought he had some good performances. He he makes it tough for the center backs up there. And, you know, for this team, I think he's going to play a massive, massive role this year. You know, it's funny that you said that because I was going to follow up with as much as any guy likes to be a part of a goal, uh, if you are a striker and a number nine, at the end of the day, you're paid to essentially put the ball in the back of the net. So I, I'm, I'm sure he's thinking, oh, it's been nice to be part of it. But I mean, doesn't everybody want their own at some point selfishly? And I mean, selfishly in a good way. Of course, of course. I, I mean, as a number nine, I think that's that's all you, that's what you live for. And that's why you play the position. But from everything that I've heard from Fabio, I mean, he's he's loved in the locker room. He, you know, he brings a smile every single day and he's a guy that, you know, just from the short amount of time that we've seen him and been able to watch him and everything we've heard from him, it's, it's a guy that makes it easy to root for. Frankie Amaya is going to join us in just a couple of minutes. And, and I think the best way to uh, talk about his, his spot, his infusion of energy onto this roster, you've seen it the last couple of weeks, um, and to me, it's been and, – and you know what? Steve and I said this on Saturday. It looks like this team, if they can continue to come together, if they can continue to build the chemistry that the first couple of weeks, Kansas City, L.A., maybe wasn't quite there, but it has been there against Chicago and Toronto. Connor, this could be a really fun team to watch and a really fun young team to watch. I mean, you think Frankie Amaya, 20. Caden Clark, you know he's a young kid. Christian Caceres, he's been in the league for a couple of years, but he's still young. Uh, Drew Yearwood, Yuba DR, when he comes back healthy. I mean, all of these guys have started to almost form this, you know, I, I would think fun little bond of all being about the same age. You've got the veteran Sean Davis as the captain to kind of anchor everything. Uh, but man, it, it's almost like in a way sky's the limit for this midfield. For sure. And I think, you know, you talk about it there and you you realize how much depth we have. I think it's it's very impressive the the performances that they've put in, but I think you can tell there's definite chemistry being built off the field, and you know they're all in similar situations. They you know some have had similar paths, and so I think it's it's definitely going to be a very very fun group to watch, and I think one that can really unlock this Red Bull system and you know make Gerhard's you know uh, you know identity that he wants to build come to life, and so I think that's going to be something to watch, um, you know, and really not even in the midfield. It's all over the field. There's a lot of depth and this roster is only getting stronger with, you know, the the likes of Tom Edwards coming in at Patrick Kamala um, on the ground in the U.S. So I, it's very exciting. I'm And like you said, sky's the limit. I think it's it's going to be a very, very fun year. All right. So let, let's finish with this, Connor, before we take our break and then bring Frankie on. This week, it's Philadelphia, Philadelphia team that last year won the Supporters' Shield. This year, so far, they've you know they've done well in Champions League. They're into the semifinals. They're off to a pretty decent start in Major League Soccer. Um, if you're a Red Bull team that feels like it's starting to click a little bit, do you go in with a swagger on Saturday against the Union, or is it an opportunity for Gerhard Struber, the rest of the coaching staff, the veteran players, to say, hey, listen, we've been playing well, but we've been playing well at home. Going to Philadelphia, a Union team that's been really good, uh, that's a bit of a different animal. Yeah, I think it, for this team, I, I think swagger is going to be a dangerous thing for for this year. I think, yeah, you want to be confident in the group around you, but 
I feel like you always have to have that chip on your shoulder, especially going into a game like Philadelphia in Philadelphia. You know it's going to be uh, all about duels. It's all going to be about second balls and winning your individual fight around the field. And so I think that's going to be the most important part for this game. So, you know, like I said, you want to feel confident, but I think we're going to have to, you know, our guests today, we're going to have to channel that inner Frankie Amaya because, you know, in his game, he's got, he's got that grittiness, even though, you know, he may be looked at more of a, as a creative player, but from playing against him very briefly, you could tell he's got that fire. He's got that bite. And that's exactly what's going to be needed in this game against Philadelphia if they want to have success. And let's just say this, we're filling our quota for California guys. We had Aaron Long on last week. We've got Frankie Maya on this week. I, I think we've, we're trying to mend bridges, Connor. That's what we do here on Red Bull Weekly. East Coast, West Coast, it doesn't matter. Just come on and be part of what we're doing here, right? I mean, that's that's the theme. Let, let, kumbaya, let's sing it. Let's have fun with what we're doing. Absolutely. Well, that and we've got to brainwash all these guys to, you know, East Coast life. And, you know, we got we got to make sure they're up and – with, with all the all the key terms and make sure they're not lost over here so i think you know we should be they should be paying us the big bucks for making them feel at home I, connor i like where you're i like the direction that you're headed before <laughs> we say too much let's take a break when we come back on the other side we'll have the 20 year old a member of the new york red bulls midfield frankie amaya all coming up right after this quick pause it's red bull weekly matt Harmon, connor laid we're back right after this New York Red Bulls Weekly brought to you in part by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. NJIT makes industry-ready engineers in more than 20 fields. If it's engineering, it's at NJIT. Number one in the nation for student upward economic mobility. Learn more at njit.edu. Good to be back with you here on Red Bulls Weekly with my co-host Connor Laid. I'm Matt Harmon. Big game coming up this weekend for New York, as Connor and I were just talking about, uh, with New York taking on Philadelphia, one of their biggest rivals in all of Major League Soccer, and clearly a big reason why the team seemingly has turned a corner the last couple of weeks is our guest. Really excited to have on Frankie Amaya on the podcast. First and foremost, uh, congratulations on, on what was a fantastic goal. Um, and as you start to grow into being a member of, of the team a little bit more. I'm sure little things like that go a long way. Um, not only making you feel comfortable, but the team feeling more comfortable with you. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's amazing for myself to, to get a goal. I think, I think it's probably one of the best feelings to, to get a goal, but I think it, it helps our team get confidence as we, as we win. Uh, we have back-to-back -back wins. So I think, Going into Philly, I think we feel good. We feel confident. And I think that will help us uh, ultimately get a good result against Philly. Well, let me just let me just follow that up and then, Connor, hop in. Um, when you think of the way the season started, and I know for you, just trying to get acclimated to where things were and how they started, you know, with Kansas City and L.A., uh, the, the couple of losses, what has clicked in the last couple of weeks for this Red Bull team that it seems like maybe the mistake or two in the first two weeks doesn't necessarily be what's happening the last couple. Yeah, I think, uh, I think starting the, the season, I think it's always has its ups and down. I think as, as you go, the season is very long. So I think losing a couple games is part of the, the history uh, that you need the challenges to face, but I think we're in the right direction now. 
coming from two losses and two wins, I think it's uh, I think it's perfect for us. Uh, it gives us momentum going forward, and then I think we're we're third in the in the East right now, so it gives us uh, good uh, confidence to to keep going and and keep doing the job that we're doing. Frankie still still generally new to the Red Bull, you know, facility, you know, New Jersey, New York area. Uh, you know, what, what is your initial thoughts about the club? Um, you know, the locker room, give us a little insight there. Yeah, I think, uh, I think everything's going well. I think it was, uh, I think it was hard to adjust in the beginning because I wasn't used to it and I wasn't allowed to get in the facility like my first five to seven days. So I think it was hard to, to, to see it from the inside, but as I started training and, and and get to know everybody in the locker room and and the staff and everything, it started to to become more more flowing, you know, natural. And and now that I'm in, uh, we're getting some wins. I think everything feels so good. I think I think we we're on top of the world right now. I think everything's amazing. But I but we got to keep on going. You know, we have all this power, all this aggression that, that we, we take to the game. And I think that's why we're getting results. Yeah, absolutely. You can see it in kind of the style of play. You fit perfectly in that, you know, between the youth and, you know, your technical awareness and most of all the versatility, I think for me, tell us a little bit about, you know, your game for our fans out there who may not, you know, it's a smaller sample size. They haven't seen you play as much. Uh, you know, you seem pretty versatile in that you can play in, you know, in the Red Bull system, in the 10, in the 8, you know, possibly even the 6 with your skill set. What's your favorite position? Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I went from being an 8 to being a 6, so I think it kind of shifted, and now I play 10. So I think it's kind of shifting, but I don't know. I the 10. <laughs> It's not as much running, <laughs> so I think that's uh, that's a good position for me. But I mean, I got a goal, so I think I I like the position. I like scoring. I also like defending. I like I like pressing guys. I like winning the ball back. I mean, I think I think everybody defends on the team. So I think no matter what position you you're playing, you're defending. So I think it doesn't matter what position you play here. But I feel comfortable as a as a ten, and I could I could feel comfortable as an A too. But those are my two favorite positions. I the six is uh, so soft, but I mean, I could play it, but it's not my preferred uh, position of choice. Yeah, that's something about your game that sticks out to me. It's something that, you know, as a player, like watching you play, uh, you know, you definitely have a ton of creativity, which like lends to that you playing in the 10, but also you've got that bite to you. You know, like you mentioned, you like to defend, you know, you, you've got that edge where you know, where did you develop that? Is that someone like you watched growing up? Do you have a fair player that you kind of model your game after? Um, I think I kind of got defending from my dad. I don't know. He was a defender and he would teach me how to defend. I mean, that's all he would teach me because that's all you would know. You'd never know how to attack. <laughs> but yeah, that's all he'd teach me. He'd teach me the basis of defending. And I mean, I kind of started off as a center back when when I was small. I was like the biggest player back then, so I was good center back. But then everybody started growing me and started passing me, so I had to I had to switch it up. And then I had a midfield role, and I mean I've been playing midfield since I was like ten now, uh, ten or eight somewhere around there. But I, I think uh, I think I try to model my my game um, behind Andres Iniesta. Uh, he was my favorite player growing up, and I always used to watch him and that Barca team and and Andres kind of 
stuck out stuck out to me and I've been watching them and then sadly he moved on um but that was my favorite Frankie from a from a standpoint of being part of that midfield uh with New York there's there's a lot of competition and I think maybe the idea of being versatile helps each and every one of you where you can slide from a six to an eight and eight to a 10, or in some cases a six to a 10 or, or reverse. But I, I, I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's probably a lot of fun to be at practice and think not only somebody like yourself, but you've got a young player like a Caden Clark, you've got Christian Caceres, uh, you've got a Drew Yearwood, all younger players really not only fighting for minutes, but probably forming this nice bond. And I would imagine the bond, would would include being able to make fun of Sean Davis, who now all of a sudden is the oldest guy in the midfield. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's for me. I think it's unique coming into the situation because we have a young team, like guys that just are hungry. And to think that Sean is the old guy and he's only twenty seven is crazy to me because I was on Cincy and the oldest guy there was Harris and he was. 36 I think now he's 36 so to me it's kind of crazy that I was playing with the 36 year old that was the oldest guy and now I'm playing with the 27 year old in the middle that's the oldest guy but to me it's crazy because Drew's 20 I'm 20 Caden 17 Christian I think is 23 we have such a young such a young team even even the right backs the left backs everybody's kind of young and I mean for me, it's, it's, it's good because everybody's hungry and they're young to show the potential that we have. And I think it's been showing. And that's why we've been, we've been successful over the last two games. You know, Frankie, you, you, you're, you grow up in California. You spend a year at UCLA. Um, you get drafted number one overall by uh, FC Cincinnati a couple of years there. Now with New York. Talk about from a standpoint of, of being young, but having all those different experiences already um, you know, at, at the early stages of your career, being able to go to different places, pick up different things. Um, and, and, you know, now essentially at this point, kind of kind of be on your own at 20 years old. Yeah, I think it was amazing to get drafted at, at 18 and drafted by Cincinnati. I think it was amazing because it gave me the opportunity to start my professional career. But I think uh, as as my third year in the league, I think I've picked up something from every player I've known from my first year to my second year. And now my third year, I think I could pick up some even little things from different players. I think I think going through those experiences, the ups and downs, I think they help me to to give um, more experience and, and more adversity. I think, I think that's the biggest thing uh, coming from from challenges. I think it, it makes the bittersweet moments better, um, not scoring a lot of goals and now scoring my first goal. I think it makes it even 10 times more amazing. I think, I think all those challenges kind of the way I am now. And I think I bring good experience to, to show that we have bad challenges. We're going to be there. We're going to be down and we got to bounce back up. It's not always going to sure. be sunshine and rainbows. So that's the way that's soccer right. is. That's perfectly said, I think, and I, you know, perfect microcosm of this year so far, but you guys are in a great way right now. I want to, I want to talk a little bit about that goal, Frankie, uh, break that down with us a little bit. I mean, cause the Red Bull system is definitely different 
uh, for players to come in and get used to. You know, there's a lot of little things that make it unique and a lot of terms I'm sure you're still learning right now that, you know, they're a little bit off the wall at times, but, you know, everything that makes Red Bull, Red Bull. Um, what, you know, started with the, you know, the counter press a little bit with Caden. Walk us through that goal a little bit and what you were seeing on the field. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Red Bull way is designed to to press up up the field and and try to win the ball in a in a good area. And Caden Caden did that. He he pressed the the rights or the six was coming in and he won the ball. And when you win the ball, we got to transition forward. And I took off with my eighty percent pace, <laughs> and uh, he made a good play. Fabio laid it off to me, and and I I want I winded it up, and I and I shot it and. Thankfully, it went in. Um, I got to I got to shoot to to try to create chances and and to to try to score goals and, and that's what happened. And I'm thankful for that goal. My first goal is a Red Bull, and it gives us everything going forward. Frankie, when when you think of it now for this team, in a good place, as Connor said, as you said, with back to back wins at home, back to back shutouts, and now kind of an an early opportunity to see maybe where you are against what was one of the top teams in the league last year, won the Supporters' Shield in Philadelphia, um, and a team that in a lot of ways has taken a lot of the the Red Bull way and the Red Bull system, building through the academy, uh, pressing, counter-pressing. So as you start maybe to look at the Philadelphia team and some of the film, I know it's still early in the week for maybe some of that. Um, I, I think on Saturday we could have a really fun game between two teams that are in a good place right now. Yeah, I think like you said, I think we're uh, a team that's very identical, and I think it's gonna be a dogfight. I think I think that's how it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be whoever has more heart, more more desire, more power. I think I think that's who's gonna come out the uh, up top. But I think the most important thing is finishing our chances. I think we get some chances early on that we that can put us in a better position to to try and win goals and keep a lead. And I think that's the the biggest important thing for us to to try and finish our chances early, and then I think the rest is is in our in our power because we have so much power, so much aggression that I think it it becomes annoying for other teams just to try and deal with us. And if we have a one goal lead, I think it makes it easier for us because we know we're we're giving power for the whole ninety plus minutes. Frankie, from from a perspective, Frankie Amaya, by the way, joining us here on our Red Bulls Weekly Podcast, Connor Laid, Matt Harmon. Uh, we do this each and every week. And um, as New York gets set to take on Philadelphia, Connor, uh, Frankie, I, I know probably the first couple of years in Major League Soccer with Cincinnati, w- when you think of those, the experiences that you had, but then the opportunity to get the trade to New York. I don't want to spend the time talking about the the, the particulars of it. What I want to hear from you is why you think that New York and New York Red Bull was a good fit for you in terms of your playing style, what they do, and kind of how it all came together? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is that I'm a guy who likes to go forward, and I think that's basically the Red Bull way, going forward, pressing, attacking forward, transitioning forward. I think that's the biggest thing. And for me, I think that's the type of player I am. I think I like to win the ball in high places from the six, from one of the eights. I like to I like to do that. And 
for me, that's it's easy because I think everybody's on the same page and everybody knows that once we win the ball forward, boom, we're we're going, we're going 100 percent, 100 miles per hour to to the goal. And I think everybody's on the same page, and I think I think it fits me well because that's the type of player I am. I like to press up, I like to go box to box, I like to I like to run, I like to to go forward, and I think it fits me very well. And um. We've seen the last two games. It's been going well for us, and I, I think uh, I think I'm a good piece of the puzzle, like like everybody else is, and um, I think we we fit together well. Absolutely, yeah. It's showing on the field so far, Frankie. Who who's been that person in the locker room that you've looked to or looked towards to kind of help you along the way? I know, like we mentioned, it's a tough system to learn, but who's taking you under their wing a little bit and showing you the ropes? Yeah, I think uh, Aaron Long. I think he's been telling me basically how how it is, <laughs> uh, how it is to to try and impose myself on the team because uh, I bring a different type of style, and he's been telling me the Red Bull style. So I think it's uh, easy uh, for him to to tell me because he's been in here for a while, and I think the young guys been telling me too because I mean they they know the Red Bull way. I think. After some time, I think they're they, they're used to it, but I'm slowly getting used to it, and I think uh I think it's it's slowly imposing in my brain, and I think I kind of got it down, but I still gotta still gotta work at it, but I I kind of got all the terms down and and the Red Bull way down. All right, listen, we're we're gonna take a a, a quick little like reset here, Connor. We had Aaron on the last podcast is he the guy that we want frankie to be under his wing is is that the direction we want things to go i'm not saying yes or no i'm just figuring you're probably the guy to ask is if we're gonna give frankie like hey pay attention to what this guy says is aaron the right guy yeah everything outside of the hair for sure frankie uh although aaron's hair is much better now but uh yeah i think i I can sense it you guys have that cali connection i think it's it's you you stick together, and so I, I I don't think there's a better role model in the locker. I think you're doing just fine with Aaron. Fra- Frankie, you know Connor brings up a good point. A, a a kid from California now on the East Coast. You know, it it's not unheard of. But from a from a personal standpoint, tell me even in even in limited time for the last couple of weeks, what have you what have you picked up? Maybe some of the biggest differences, things you like, things you don't like about being on the East Coast as opposed to where you're from on the West Coast. Um, I think uh, New Jersey slash New York, I think for me, I think there's a lot of things to do. That's what I like. There's endless possibilities to do here. It's actually crazy to me how, um, how much there is to do here, but I like going to the beach and right here you have to pay. So it's kind of <laughs> different here. I don't know. I don't know why you have to pay for a public beach. So it's a little bit different, but I think it's kind of like the same thing, but it's it's not as crowded as, as as it is in Cali. It's a little bit more free, and you got a little bit more freedom to, to walk around. And I think I think that's about it. But both places are are amazing to be at, and I love both places. I mean, you've had to go from probably what like fish tacos all the time to now figuring out. Where do I get a good bagel? Where can I grab a good slice of pizza? Clearly, you're you're going to endear yourself to those who would agree, why do we have to pay to go to the beach? So you're setting yourself up right away for success here on the East Coast. 
Yeah, it's uh, it was kind of unfortunate when I had to hear that. Uh, why do you have to pay for the beach? It's a public place, but I mean, everybody has their own rules, but I guess that's how it is. Aaron, Connor, Aaron Long, Frankie and Maya on the beach together. That's actually, that's a, that's a scary thing to think about. I mean, the Keller boys bring that, bring that West coast flavor to the shore. Hey, Frankie, make sure you call it the shore though. All right. If you're in Jersey, sure. just call it the shore and you fit in just fine. All right. But Hey, if you need, I think someone could get you out of paying for the beach and that's Matt. He's got all the hookups down there. So, you know, he, he, he's the man down there. Just drop his name. And I think you might be able to get on the beach for free. Frankie, Frankie, when you want to come to the beach, you let me know. I'll, I'll make sure that you're taken care of. How's that? I'll just send you a text. All right, perfect. Uh, let, let, let's finish with a couple of quick things. I have one or two. Um, and, and from a standpoint, you know, I, I watched the all access video, which is the, you know, kind of the recap of the game before. And I heard Caden Clark talk about after his goal and the energy on the sideline that Gerhard Struber has brought. You know, you've, you've had different coaches. You've been involved with the game since you've been a kid. Um, it, how off the charts is the energy from Gerhard? I mean, I, I think Caden had said, you know, when, when we were still pushing the last 20, 25 minutes of the game, that was because of Coach Struber. That was because of Gerhard on the sideline. Um, he, he, he strikes me as a guy who has that energy from a player standpoint. Is that, is, is that, really the way that it is no nah, he described it perfectly i think the way he talks the way he coaches is with so much passion that when you're on the field i think it's easy because you know he's gonna run through a brick wall with you and you know he's like the readable way you know he's coming with so much power that it just gets stuck in your brain he's on the sideline he's He's talking with so much aggression, so much power half at halftime, before the game, after the game, during training, after training, before training, everything during the video session. I think it gets stuck in your brain. And when you have a coach like that, it the you don't need no motivation to play. He just motivates you before the game, after the game. It's his energy is contagious. It's contagious to all the players, to all the staff, to all the players on the bench. You see how all the players on the bench come with so much power that it's literally swapping the same player out and in. And I think it makes it easy for us when he has the energy like that to, to bring the energy for ourselves. Uh, well, let's finish with this one, Frankie, from a standpoint of um, not only your career with the New York Red Bulls right now in major league soccer, but also trying to make some inroads with the national team as well. I know you had spent some time, with the U-20s, you had the opportunity to get called up uh, back in back in November for that friendly against El Salvador that was played in December. I, I know there were some health issues there, um, but clearly that's a goal for you, right, to be involved with the national team. Yeah, I think that's a goal for me. I think uh, I think I try to do my best every single day just to, to get the attention. And I got the attention, and unfortunately um, I tested positive for COVID, and I mean, I couldn't do anything about it. Uh, it's the time we live in, and I mean, it was it was unfortunate, but I had to move on and and keep on trying to do my best, and and hopefully I get the the recognition uh, the recognition that that I need. And I mean, I'm gonna try to do my best with with the Red Bulls now that now that I'm on this team, and and I, hopefully something happens. But I'm always doing my best with with the Red Bulls and and fighting for them. 
Frankie, you have done a as good of a job as any young guy that we've had on the podcast. Um, making sure that you dropped in the phrase Red Bull way. You you are now ingrained in the system. I love to see it. I'm sure Connor loves to see it. The fans will love to hear it. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on and, and giving us some time uh, today. I'm, I'm sure you're still getting acclimated to being on the East Coast as opposed to West Coast or being in Cincinnati for a couple of years. So um, time time always precious and precious, especially going in to a big game against Philadelphia. Nothing but continued success. This was fantastic to, to spend some time with you. Look forward to having you back on. Um, and again, thanks for hopping on with us today. Good luck this weekend. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Frankie. That is Frankie Amaya, one of the young guns for this New York Red Bull team. A reminder that Steve Jolly and I will have the radio coverage for you. We'll start an hour prior to the kickoff at uh, Philadelphia on Saturday night. Our thanks, as always, to John Gasparoni, our technical man today for Connor Laid. I'm Matt Harmon. Thanks for listening to another edition. We'll see you next week right here on Red Bulls Weekly. 